Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Guys, we're back. Believe in Tennessee with my co-host, Double A, big brother, former VFL. Man, we we, we licking our wounds this morning, but um, we got a lot to talk about. You know, I want to go through, like, some of the drives, see what you thought, get your thoughts on it. Like, you know, I was feeling it. Like, the first drive, we get the ball. I mean, we hitting squirrel, you know, on the edge. We running the ball with Joe, and we make it look easy at first, right? We get downfield. You know, we score a quick touchdown. Um and, you know, I'm feeling it. You know, Joe hit the crane, you know. He hit the doggone karate kid crane. I'm like, we finally playing the way we should play, hitting the right guys, you know, using our, our playmakers. Jalen Wright had a couple runs in there, and we made it look easy to start. We got the mismatch on squirrel on the linebacker, you know. And then we come back, you know, I'm just kind of going through this thing. The next drive, you know, um, they come out and – we just – they looked flustered defensively. We were all over them. You know, we get a three and out. We get the ball back. We go back to the same things, right? We go back to running with Joe. You know, we hit squirrel, right? And um, we get down there, down to the red zone, okay? And we run an option route. And you know how we are on option route. That's, that's, that's one of the things we learned. I think you taught me the option route. We get down there in the weak side, and we got Samson – isolated on uh, their linebacker, number 32, right? And, you know, our receiver's getting jammed up, but he's got a little pick action right there. He breaks outside, and he takes three steps upfield, and the linebacker ran right underneath it, so we got to kick a field goal. And that's the little things, right? You got to stack them. The the little things that we know. You got to stack the linebacker. First of all, he was three yards uh, in the backfield. You need to only be about a half yard. People don't realize football is all about timing in that offense. And in the the first half, I want to go back a little bit. When we ran out, and I'm looking at Joe, and I'm like, man, they they ready to play. You know, this ain't going to be Florida. And then we start, and we get out, and we we jump on them. We're we're on time. We're running short routes. We got the run game uh, with the quarterback. We're getting little short things to perimeter. We're hitting slants. We come back with a fade. Everything's on, on time. And then we're playing with this little word called momentum. Yes, and, then and we, we got start. the choice route to Ramel. Ramel hit the, yeah. the stick move, get outside. Yeah. He's running. We Everybody got the combination going. We got Ramel. We got Squirrel. We got Jalen. And then when we get down there, you know, the, I, I get it. The first time we went to Warren, I like Warren. He's been good for us all year. He jumped too early. Yeah, hit the hand. So I started putting these numbers together, man. Instead of twenty-one nothing. You know, we're up 13 nothing, yep. And, and and you know how it is. When you got momentum, it's a difference between getting field goals and getting touchdowns. Especially on the road, down. Jay. Especially yes. on the road. Especially yes. on the road. And then we start dropping balls. Yes. And that's when I that's when I looked at I looked at the team and like, are we are we playing with that that same fire? Now the receivers are coming out their routes instead of working through the ball, they're kind of like doing that let it get to me stuff again. And, right. and, and not creating a separation. And then, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I don't want to ever get on here and criticize kids, but people are starting to strategize that, that Joe doesn't have ball placement. And right. I'll just say that. Not that he's not a very effective quarterback, not that he shouldn't still be the starter, because he right. is a very effective quarterback. But defenses are starting to play that he can't place the ball where it needs to be, especially on deep balls. So then yeah. they come and they, 
They they press. They get into press coverage on yeah. our on our young receivers. They take a little while to get off the ball. They're not real confident getting off the ball, even though they were getting the separation on the deep ball still because of the system. Um, right. He he's not accurate enough consistently on deep balls and and, and saving. And that defense, they just played that in the second half. So, how do we get rattled? Like, you know, I'm, um, I agree on Joe, but I think he placed it in the first half as well as he could. He did. You know, he put the ball where we could win. You know, Ramel won on, on the throw. deep ball. Yeah. Yes. On routes yes. that he can throw, though, he True. can throw about True. the thirty-yard deep True. ball fade with with consistent accuracy. The slants, he's perfect. I mean, almost yeah. to a to a fault where it comes like a bullet like a rifle yes. out of there. All the things to me from 15 to 40 yards, the kids, the kids really good. I, Cause I don't yeah. want to take away from them. And this is not a beat up Joe um, session for me, but I can't watch football and see what the defenses are doing because they're not afraid. Last year, man, they were, the reason why we had the quarterback run, let's just be honest, is because they were running out of there to protect them deep scenes that we were killing them True. with last True. year. True. And early on, they were respecting that. Then we missed quite a few, and yes. they said, "You know what? Then we're gonna sit on these. We're gonna sit on these routes. We're gonna play press coverage. We're gonna take away all the things underneath, and let's see how many times, you know, up top." And I don't want to just blame it on him because those receivers showed a lot of youth um, yesterday yes. with just yes. not being able to get off get off the line of scrimmage and just not the way that they competed early. I felt like after the drops, and we've all been there. I mean, you fumble right. the ball as a running back, you know, against Alabama. You're not hitting it up in there like you used to. You know, you're, right. you're probably about 80% because you don't want to hurt the team and, and turn the ball over. And that's how I felt um, the receivers. So I'm not blaming the receivers on it, but people talk about what happened in the first half. Me and you joked about it um, right. quite a bit. Did they change something? Did they put something in our Gatorade or something? But we just looked sleep um, that, 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 that second half. But – I think a lot of that had to do with how aggressive we were playing because we came out like we were in Neyland Stadium and, right. uh, and, and Brian Denny. Well, you know, the, the first half, and we were talking. I was actually hyped when uh, Seven came out talking trash when they were booing us. The trucking we guy. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Guy he came out like, hey, this yeah. ain't how we go. This is our yeah. game. And I'm like, what happened? Because sometimes, you know, as a coach and player, we've been a part of it. You go in halftime and you talk about – Okay, man, we should have done this and we should have yeah. done that to a certain extent, right? But at some point, you got to switch it over, you know. And I almost feel like, you know, we had no script for the second half. It's mm -hmm. like we went out like we're going to do the same things, right? When teams adjust and we got to adjust. And I felt like Bro. we had something. I'm not taking away from the coaches, I'm not saying anything, but sometimes, you know, you get 15 minutes. You're going to talk about some certain things. And you're going to say, look, this is what our game plan is going out. You know, now the game 0-0, zero, zero, we ain't up 20-7. to seven. It's 0-0, zero, zero, right? We're going to come out and we're going to do this. First drive, we got to stop them, right? And they come out and it's like we give up a 30-yard run and we got numbers. We in stack, you know, we blitz. But it's like three of our guys that blitz got turned out of the hole and he hit it right in the A-gap. Yep. And I'm sitting here going, man, so we got to stop that, right? And then we don't stop that, right? And I, I keep watching every time we get, they, people go formation in the boundary with three receivers and we kind of, we get, we get less aggressive, right? 
We do yep. the same things and people take advantage of it because our fits are messed up, you know, and I'm not saying anything against Banks. I think him and his defense and what the defensive scheme has been good all year. I'm talking about when we're not aggressive and it's like you're in zone coverage. You should be looking at the mesh of the between the running back and the quarterback. Yep. And sometimes I feel like, man, we're not looking at the mesh. That's what an offensive coach wants us to look at the receivers and then boom, the ball hits. So I look at the third quarter. We give up 68, 70 yards rushing in the third quarter alone. First half, we gave up 16 yards total. We turn around the fourth quarter, they hit another third down quarterback, you know, runs out. He he get another, you know, 15 yards on third and 10. I mean, it's like the third quarter looked like we were just lost, you know? And it's like that momentum thing. When they take the momentum, you expect Alabama, they are a national championship team now. They're playing at a high level. You know, we playing at a high level. And you got to answer the first. When they come out of that bell, it's like boxing. He hits you in the face. You got to hit him back. And we didn't respond. I felt like fourth one. I'm I'm, I'm sitting here. Where did Jalen Wright go? Like, I'm not saying anything against any of our other running backs. But I want the best short yardage running back in there on third and one. You know, I think Jabari should get that first down. But um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to bet, if I got a bet, I'm going to go over Sampson, over Jabari. I'm going to go with J- Jalen Wright to get the first down. Not saying anything against Mac. not saying anything against anybody who who's in the game. But I want to put the best guy in there for short yardage. Yeah, yeah, and and he's the guy that plays with, with that role mentality. He's yes. the alpha male on the whole offense, in my opinion. You got him, you know, K K Mays, Cooper Mays, um, yes. and and Mincy. So Mincy went out. So we lost that edge. Then I'm gonna tell you what yeah. I thought the biggest loss was in the game, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I thought it was uh, Hatton. When Hatton went out, yes. they had to bring. We stopped playing man coverage. We stopped yeah. blitzing. We went to a zone. And it showed our lack of depth that we talked about numerous right. times right. on the perimeter on both sides of the ball. It showed our, our lack of depth. And then I'm going to go back to something to you said earlier. When we are our alley players, so our, you know, that seventh guy, that eighth, eighth guy in the box, yes, um, playing on the perimeter runs, they're focused on the receiver when the ball's coming towards them. I mean, I've been taught since we were little that you ignore that guy and you, you keep your leverage. But you're yes. looking to see what the action is in the backfield. And number 19 kept coming around the corner on that little um little uh flip in front of them, yes. you know, off the uh off the inside zone. And then also they start running the quarterback off that. And and the guy on the perimeter was literally looking dead in the eyes of, of the receiver. So you're basically, you know, blocking yourself. So uh, a couple things. I saw some things for some other VFLs that were talking about it because everybody were all hurt. And wounded, yeah. so this this is my cleansing for today. But um, Mo yeah. Phillips said something that I that I totally agree with, and I I, I don't want to say anything because I I am a fan of Banks, I am a fan of Hypo, but schematically and formationally, as far as alignment, we hurt ourselves a lot. We yes. hurt ourselves a lot. We were beat, and those of us that know football, we knew we were outflanked outside. We knew the same routes were open before the ball was even snapped. And it, it was almost like you wish you could just move people on the TV and say, man, just get the right alignment to give yourself a chance. But yes. we just didn't have a we just didn't have a chance with alignment. And then the one the ball, I thought we were still in the game, to be honest, until we gave up the same route. 
and nobody's yeah. back there. Like no, no. Well, the hard thing is they switch. You know, okay, yeah. they ran switch posts on us. Right. You know, we've all seen that route. It's a big time yeah. college route. The switch yeah. double posts, and they switch early. I'm like, yep. man, they switched within the first three steps. Why are we right. switching? You stay right. in two by two, and you know, you yeah. stay in your leverage. They switch, and then you take them because they didn't yeah. switch in five steps. They Let's switched in the first three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's okay, you know. And yeah. then you know, the back comes out that way. I'm like, where's the linebacker? We should be three over two. As soon as the yeah. back rope, we cover flat routes, and we have no second level coverage. Yeah. Yeah. We have no linebacker like that. It's two on two. So they catch us in zero. So that takes a bit. That takes away the advantage of zone. Yep. So I'm sitting up there like, okay, now we got leverage. Just keep your leverage. Don't run and cover flat routes, you know, right. or cover an inside route that is from middle read and give up the post. We yep. got McDonald. I love McDonald, but I don't want him in the deep, you know, yep. in the deep post playing uh, number 17 for Alabama who can fly. Yep who's yeah. a post runner, and he's sitting there flat-footed because he just don't know whether he got help or not. That might be on the player. That might be – I'm sure there's some there's some way that Banks got this worked out, but I'm just not seeing it, you know? And I we, think we, we talk- get caught in them situations. And let me tell you what, defensively, we did enough to be up 28 nothing by halftime. You're right. We should – I mean, 28 – okay, we gave up the post to Burton, which I don't understand why we poaching, right? Right. We're Burton on the backside. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I'm the safety right there, if I'm I'm slaughter, I'm turning around. You can get me. You got to know your personnel. You got to I'm going to play Burton. I'm going to Burton. bracket Burton. Yeah. You yeah. know, so we give up the backside. Okay. That happened one time. But it happened several times in our scene, like you said, when guys turn around and just leave really good players wide open in the scene. It's the cost. Little bro, it's the cost of playing young players. We, we were happy about it last week. True. And the week before, there were you know we're playing 18, 19, 20 kids on 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 defense and and running all these stunts and everybody's able to play wide open because they they're out they out they are not out there long. And when you get in big games and pressure moments, we all we have all grown up in the SEC. So right. you know I'm not gonna sit here and act like you know I played from day one and and didn't make any mistakes, but it showed up yesterday and it really showed up in the second half because. We know what the score is at zero zero on the road. It's got to yeah. be zero zero on the road in the SEC, and you got to bring that same um, mentality out. And I also think with young young kids, when you're young in the SEC, and you know that you probably should have been up twenty eight three or you know twenty eight seven, maybe thirty one three, and yeah. you're not, then doubt starts to creep in your head when you get those those drops and you and you make the wrong assignment. And here's what I here's what I. I think about about Tennessee with the perimeter players. I think Tennessee is a really good football team, but I think we're ticking on the edge of, you know, getting to that that top echelon. And it, it's the depth, and then it's the actual leadership. Because what I saw, I bragged and it hyped me up when I saw them come out and they were talking trash. And right. uh, Milton ran over the linebackers and 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 Wright was talking to them, and you know it was like, hey, we don't we don't fear y'all. But then the second half, when things went wrong, we were quiet as church mice. Right. I didn't see anybody up in, yes. in in front of anybody's face. And it started when Hatton got ran over on that sideline and hurt right. his shoulder yes. or his elbow. It looked like that's when we just decided, mm, do we do we really want this? And so yeah. I, I, I go back to something I said uh, the Florida week. At some point, we're going to have to learn to pack that truck up 
and take Neyland. Oh, we need to get man. a real big bus and take Neyland on the roll because that's we played one. That's the statement we, of the year we, right there. We play we play one good roll game, and it's the first it's the first half of Alabama and the second half of Florida. Other yes. than that, we had we hadn't done anything you know on the road. So I'm and you I'm go back to that. LSU. You know yeah. we won that yes. game last year, but yes. since then, since then. It's been a struggle, and we've all been through it as coaches, as players. We went through yeah. it, you know, where yeah. your youth and, and you're playing away from home and, you know, the SEC environment away from home. Every one of these games are hard, man. They're hard. Yeah. You know, going to Kentucky, going to Missouri. Missouri's good this year, you know, but yeah. going to these teams, it's not going to be easy. I'm, we got to get this part right. Let, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the refs because I know we were going back and forth with people on. <sighs> On Twitter, but I the yeah. funniest thing in the world, your guy Lane Kiffin goes, "Hey, I've been in that situation before when Hypo was talking about the the referees, and he's like, you go down there and basically you don't get calls, and we knew that as players, no. like we we didn't even expect it, like we went out no. there arguing with the referees, we we were basically gonna play through it because you know you're not getting any any calls you're against not getting them, the call. you know, on the road, yeah, and I think yeah. he's right to bring it up. He didn't bring it up in a bad way. I mean, but somebody got to bring this up. You know, I've been there on the sideline as a coach. You're like, man, this ain't right. You know, this ain't safe for players. You know, guys holding, you know, quarterback got to hold the ball because everybody getting held. They got to understand the consequences of doing this to players and what it causes, you know, in the game. Referee is supposed to ref the game, right? Supposed to be calling, got a a measurement on on a first down like that. Right. Because during the measurement, guess what they doing? They getting their defense right to yeah. go out there for fourth yeah. and one instead of just playing the play out. You just took the advantage of us of us not substituting and going straight yeah. to a fourth down. I mean, these things are important. So the fact that you dog on measuring the thing, you got to go with the ref's eyes. If he called it a first down, it's a first down. Right. If he didn't Especially, call it a first down, you can't sit there and review that. That's affecting the game. The, the one that got me. The one that got me was the. Um, the, the defense of whatever they call it when you're uh, simulating the snap count. He was literally giving a check. They wasn't even getting ready to run a play, and he was literally checking out of whatever, and he He's does on it second every level. Time, and nobody could hear the man eight yards deep. He's still on the second level, double A, and he, and he ain't even looking at them. He ain't even yeah. look at them and clap. He looking, at, he looking left and right. All right. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You're going to call that right there. Then they call defensive holding. You got to be kidding me. Right. You know, the guy ran a corner route. Great move on the corner route. He got inside. He got his head up, and then he went back outside. The, the DB just kind of turned his hips, put his hands where he should, not down the field, within right. five to six yards. You're going to call defensive holding, and he didn't even grab any cloth. But we had one on the we had we not we had ours on the five yard line with a guy hug hug hips what we ever we call it I think we just call it uh, hugging the hip but yeah. he pulled the inside hip and the guy standing the back jar is standing right back judge is standing right there and he doesn't call anything you call all of that in the red zone that's just like common yeah. SEC law football law you call all of that in, in the red zone so it I, like I said I just think that you I actually think uh, Coach Hypo did let it get to him a little bit. Um, He's telling the me. game, yeah, it's but getting it, it was me getting real me too. And that's yeah, the second I mean, year in a row to me, to be honest. Yeah. Well, hell, probably about the third year we yes. just have some silly things happen. But we get those calls right where you're trying to climb back in. You're trying to decide <laughs> can you hang in it, and then we get the silly calls, and you know it's third and fifteen, and we don't get off the field because the referees are helping them, you know, continuing their drive. So yes. that one, 
that one's frust- that one's frustrating. But um, I, I still like what I see about this team. We didn't talk about this, but every week, Josh Hypo adds some little wrinkle to keep yes. people honest and, and out of the box. And like I said, I thought the game plan they had coming in, they executed very well um, the first half. And then the second half, I felt like Alabama just said, hey, okay, beat me over the top. We're yeah. going to let you do what you – if you can yes. do what you did to us last year, we're going to allow you to do it. And I, I felt like we don't have the depth or the 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 talent, the mature talent. I'm not going to say talent because right. those kids are talented. But we don't have the guys that have been there before that can go out and say, okay, I'm going to go win a game. And right. the people that are on Joe Milton, I, I, I have a little problem with because I've, I've been part of teams before where you're, you, you're playing with a whole bunch of young guys. Right. And you know things that they don't know. And so you walk That's a very true. fine line between um, being negative and being a leader. And so right. you can see his frustration at times. And then when you're not playing well and then guys aren't where they're supposed to be in a, in a rhythmic, um, systematic system, you know, that has to be frustrated. So, um, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I know we're, we were on him a little bit today, but I do want to give that that insight as well is can he play his best right. with what we have right now? And, I don't, you know, I don't know that. And he's gotten better. Let's be honest. He is yeah. better than he's been. And we got to give him the benefit of the doubt on some of the mistakes because, look, guys make mistakes. Things happen. You know, we got to understand that part of it. Yes, we need to win these games. But, you know, we're looking, sitting where we are, you know, having lost the players that we've lost, we're in fairly good position. We lost a close game. It was a lot closer than this score. It should have been yeah. a win. But I'm going to tell you this, that first half is us. That was, I, I was feeling, I'm like, that first half was us offensively and defensively, our potential and what we can do and what we can be. And I know we got two losses, but, you know, it, it brings you to who's the best two-loss team right now. You know, you got some teams out there, you know. I'm not sold on Washington. That's the worst undefeated team that, that I've seen. And, and Oklahoma. You know? And Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. <laughs> you know? I'm, not, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I, I think the Pac-12, the Pac-10, Pac whatever they call it now, I think they got a bunch of really exciting players. They have some great quarterbacks. Right. But physically, do they really want to match up with an SEC team no. in the playoffs no. or in a bowl game? I just – I don't see those teams playing that type of football. Yeah. That's what's hurt, that's what's hurting uh, USC. But you, you come back to the SEC, and we just have to learn. We know this. We've both been yeah. through it. You have to learn to carry the fight for the whole 60 minutes on the road, and that's hard yes. to do. It's easy to do when everybody got on the same colors you got on in the stands, but it's hard to do when you feel like the refs are against you. You're, you're thinking in your head, hey, I hadn't really been here before. Am I ready for this? And then you have a couple bad breaks go against you. Right. And we, we've, we've all been there. So I, I still see this team hopefully getting to 10 wins. Um, I still I think, I still think, man, I'm waiting on that, that, that Georgia game because I just That's don't, our team. I don't, we don't never respect them like, other right. people do when they come up in Neyland. Yeah. So I, I think we'll get one. I told, you know, I told my son because they, you know, they, they picking at me because I thought we win this one. And I told him we would come out of this, uh, yeah. this, this little five game stretch four and one. So, yeah. um, which we still can do to be honest. Yes. But, um, yes, I, 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 I really think, you know, Bowers being down, um, playing in Neyland just it's 14 points. I don't care what anybody say. You're up 14 yeah. zip in Neyland, you know, when the, when the game starts, but, in order for us to make this season what it can be, we got to get a little luck, stand healthy, of course. 
And then we, we have we have to learn to play 60 minutes on the road and be us against them mentality. It's almost yes. like we're just kind of separated on the sideline, offense, defense, and guys are like, you know, I'm just going to play the next series. You know us, when we when we went in, in between the hedges in Georgia, we were we – We down. We, we, were, sat, we, we stood in, up the yeah, whole game watching. We're going to watch the defense. Al with yeah. face and, and, yeah. and, and Leonard Littles, they made y'all get off yeah. the field. And then yeah. they were in our face, man. Y'all finished the run. No, we don't want to go back do out that, there, man. And you us gotta, against you the world. Do that, man. It's us against the world when we when we come between them them hedges and we come out that visitors locker room. And I just hope we we start to get that mentality. But here's what I'll say: We're in what year three of um of Josh right. Josh Eiple's tenure, where where we started and where he's brought us. You know, let's not be. That's the problem sometimes with Vile Nation. We go from, yeah. uh, hey, we, we just want to be relevant. Well, damn, we're relevant. But yeah, that's right. we go from we want to be relevant to we, we want to be hosting the title. And, and you know, that takes – Double A, I'm guilty, man. I'll be, I'm guilty. I'll be on that joke like, come on, man. I, we got to go to the championship. You know? We champions. Like, like I'm a fan now. Like, like yeah. you know, I understand, though. You know, right. I see where he's at. And, guys, we're yeah. way farther along. We are way ahead of schedule. We are. We just gotta get okay. Now that we're ahead of the schedule, let's expect and and that's just, that's the new standard. Yeah. Let's go and win and get and get and become a better team away from home, right? All right. Take the ones that we, we we becoming formidable at home. Let's continue that, and then take that next step because it's here in front of us right now. So, right. I'm excited about our future here. Let, what you let, got? let me ask you a question. Talking about the future. Yes. So I'm not I'm not saying you replace Milton. But do you start to sprinkle the young kid in for next year? <sighs> That's a tough one. Uh, somebody kid, asked man. me. You, you somebody asked young, me. And I, you let that young kid touch the field. I'm going to tell you right now, Double A. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a fan, bro. I don't watch him in practice. I said, oh, my yeah. goodness. I don't even want to talk hear. about him. I stopped talking about him, man. That's I, what I, I hear, man. Ooh. That's what I hear. But just in my thoughts. If he is who you guys say he are, he is. All you he all you BFLs that have seen him, he he's, he he's only gonna be there three years. So that whole red shirt thing don't even really that whole that don't even matter. So I was just wondering. I'm like, if we want to compete, and from what I see in this class they have coming in, I think they do need to grab a couple of receivers out of the portal, right? And maybe some more um, skill players out of the portal, some DBs, um, right? You know, maybe maybe a running back, but um, that'd be good. <laughs> that might that might that yeah. might be good. Yeah. And um and and we'll see where they go from you know they go from there. But do you do you sprinkle a man out so that he's not learning, you know, the first two or three weeks? That's that's all. I'm when saying. he touched that, that field, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna call you when he touches. Uh, you know, and I love Joe, and I think right. Joe is the best for us right now. And if we do that, uh, it's just gonna just get hard. This, this show gonna it. get real hard because we'll be on that. You know, we gonna have to talk about it. But I really think Joe's best for us right yeah. now. You know, let that young man learn. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the bowl game. Maybe the bowl Bring game. Him out a little bit. All right, all right. Bring him out you. a little bit. But ah, right now, yeah, we we don't need them problems. Is basically we don't what you're need saying. them problems right now. All right, I got you. I got you, man. We, I, we both I been through that. that. That's my. We that's both my. been through that. I got you. We both been through that before at Tennessee with with quarterbacks. So yes, we we yes. we we know that can. That can take things one on 
It can be positive and it can be negative. Man, you know, that's a hard question you asked. Don't be asking me no more questions. <laughs> well, what was funny that was the hard. On the internet, all the people on the internet was like, hey, when are y'all going to start letting us ask questions? I said two things. I said, you might be afraid of the answer because I said, yeah. you know, we're going to keep it real. And then two, we might we might be afraid of the question because I'm afraid of that question at, right we now. Might I'm about to pass that on. <laughs> I'm about to pass that on. I'm be like, who, who you asking? Who you talking to? <laughs> who you talking to? Guys, we're here um, just talking a little bit about um, Emmanuel Acho's comments, you know, about Caleb Williams because he said, um, you know, with the college playoff not in 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 the sights of USC, you know, likely not a chance they're going and. And Caleb Williams kind of being, I guess he assumed that he's out of the Heisman race because of that. You know, he he should consider, because of the risk and reward, right, consider not playing in a bowl game. You know, I'm kind of confused by the statement. Is he saying not play anymore, you know, or when does that happen? And that's a good question because it's been coming up with players that are, you know, got a chance to be a top 10 pick, right? Um, But, you know, I could tell you my perspective, you know, it's hard because what the college football playoffs, the effect of it, right? It used to be, hey, you went to the bowl game, you know, that bowl was your gift for how you, you know, played the whole season. And yeah, you had a national championship game, but the college football playoff, I think, has has changed things as far as what postseason is to a college football player. You know, so yeah, that's I, something that's I, difficult. Yeah, I agree, and I, I probably sit on on most in, most uh, issues. I sit on the fence on things because I, I've, I've I've been on both sides of it. But I've literally been on both sides of this one, and you you can yes. remember, you know what happened to me in 1994. I'm yes. I'm ready. I'm mm-hmm. ready to be a, a first round draft pick, uh, yes. first or second round. Um, a guy that I played in the backfield with, I was rated ahead of him. He got drafted right. in the first round, right. and five other running backs got drafted in the, in the first round. Because I had right. the tip field fracture at Vanderbilt, yeah. So when I when I when I saw this this topic, I I think it's about what your goals are. What I think your family situation comes in. Right. Because had had I had to do that all over again, um, I would have said I would have shut it down. Um, right. Because I needed that. Um, whereas I look at my kid now, who's playing at Ohio State, and he's in a different situation because of what I've been able to accomplish through through football and, and business, we're in a yes. different situation. So to me, I would, I, my answer would be, it depends on what your end goal was when you got there. If your yeah. end goal was to, to be a first round draft pick, top 10 pick, then you have to protect your end goal because those coaches, Lincoln Riley has shown you who he is. He left Oklahoma, you mm-hmm. know, high and dry to, to better his situation and do what was best for him and make a business move. Right. Now, the other part of that is, you know, your teammates. And if right. um, Caleb Williams was to sit it down, they have no chance. So you have to weigh that. But at the end of it, little bro, I mean, if I had to do it all over again in my situation, right. I, 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 I would have packed it up. I should have packed If I knew what I knew now. No, but hey, I'm going to say this. I would have packed they, it I'm, I'm going to say this. And this is what I believe. I believe you would have played because you would have done what you intended on doing. Hey, best decision, right. I don't. I don't know. You're probably right. right. You know better than I do with your situation, right? Right. But knowing you, and I believe you do what you intend on doing, you know? Whatever you got, like, like if that's what you believe, because you're right, coaches do what's best for them. Now, these head coaches jump, they jump ship, they do things, right? 
And I understand that. And I'm, I'm speaking for the side of the players, but there's right. something that's lost a little bit, I think, you know, on the mental side and the, and the emotional side for a player that does what he don't want to do. It's yeah. that same yeah. thing like, like a junior year. I've had guys that left as juniors and guys that stayed. I, and I, it always right. starts with the conversation of, are you ready to do that? And what do you want to do? Because right. you feel like, if you feel like you want to leave early or you feel like you don't want to play in that game, then you should do what's best, right? What you feel, you know? Um, yeah, but what about the season part? Like, like right. what I took from it, I didn't know if he was talking about just the playoff or the bowl game. Or was That's he talking the thing about that was open in Shutting yeah. it down now. Because if you shut it down now, the impact of your players, right? the, the other guys that you, you came in with your class, the guys you've led, the guys that have followed you, at the quarterback yeah. position, that's that's a little that's a right. little different, man. You so ain't I, no running back linebacker. Yeah. You you right. you a quarterback, guy. and guys ain't getting program. right, and and the ball touch your hands every time. So that that we totally you changed get there. things. And we're the guys you know? that helped you get there because you didn't you didn't throw and catch the ball. You didn't right. block block for you to throw the ball. So it's a real difficult man. It's, it it's difficult, and I think I think we both because of you as a coach. You as a player, right. you have a son that's going to play college football. Like right. I think we see it from so many different, you're right, different different angles. But uh, you're right, nineteen year old, twenty year old Aaron, double A. I would have played. You play. I would have played. Yeah, you I see here. Yeah, I'm playing. You're playing. I'm, you know, yeah. and that's the hard thing about it. It's like, what do you feel? You know, like yeah. I remember Dalvin. We go in a bowl game, and you know, we going through practice talking about Dalvin Cook, and I'm in Florida State. And I just looked over at him one day. I said, man, you ain't thinking about doing it. He was like, nah, coach, I ain't not. I'm going to play. When the, the ball is out there on the football field, that man was going to play. I don't right, care if it right. was like Sandlock. Yeah. That man was going to go out there and play with some kids, be trying to stiff arm and run through people. Yeah. Just different, right? I'm not saying it's good or bad. On the flip side of it, I don't think McCafferty played, right? right. You know, he got to the ball and he was like, nah. It's just different people and what they intend on doing, right? Yeah, you got to know the people and know know who they are and what they intend on doing. Yeah, and that, that's that's what I say. Like, what are your goals? Are who are you deep down? Because right. The other thing I think is he's starting to get some guidance that um, may not make him accepted into locker rooms. He's talking about getting ownership. Yes. I mean, yes. you hadn't you hadn't taken a snap in the NFL, and you won't you want ownership. That's that Russ Russell. Um, right. Uh, right. Russell won that you know the parking spot and the. The yes. uh, for the Broncos, he Russell Wilson, he won the yes the, the parking spot and the, and the coaches sign and a dedicated film guy and stuff like that. You just yeah when you're the when you're the man and everything's clicking, yeah, that might work. But when you're but not you got to be careful, man. You got to get yes, accepted sir. by them guys in the locker room. Yes, and the quarterback got to be a tough guy. You got to be a tough. We guy. know when guys ain't tough. I mean, and you the you quarterback, man. You 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 run a risk, man. You run a risk, and these teams pay pay attention to it. So, you know, I'm I'm okay with Emmanuel Acho. Some of his statements get on my nerves. This is a good argument. This is a good question to bring up. You know, I think it comes down. I think we're both saying the same thing. Your perspective, even better than mine, you know, is you've been through this, and and and. I think it comes down to the young man and what he thinks is the best thing and his family, you know, yeah. it's the best situation for them. And they got to talk and, but he's got to be right with that, you know? Yeah. Cause 
he ain't right with it, you all, you carry that with you. You know, you carry so, you carry that with you, and you may carry it to that next level with you. Right. That, you know, when things get things get tough or things get um, murky, so to speak. Yeah. You know what what kind of guy? You know what kind of guy are you? Um, right. But it's worked out for some guys too. I mean, I you know it, yeah. was, it was an injury, but uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, he sat out the whole right. year because he couldn't get his mm. hamstring right, and he yeah. still won the eleventh the eleventh pick, and he's having a hell of a year. So, um, right. It just man, it's so. You, I just don't think we can you can paint that with a broad stroke because you can't. Um, you can't. Ultimately, the competitor wants to play, but the uh, the person, like I said, when I can think about it in hindsight, yeah, right. you know, you probably make a, a a better decision. But I wouldn't even. I just me personally, I wasn't even thinking about that uh, right. or a combine or go you know yeah. anything like that. I was just like see ball, get ball, go. Yeah, get some and yards. it was a different time, but that's a that's a strong you know. You know that's a strong statement, and that, and that your perspective is is key in this whole thing. So you know, believe in Tennessee. We always gonna answer the hard ones, the tough questions. You know, and if you guys have any questions out there about what we talked about, please you know hit us up, and um, we'll have an email where you can send questions in. So excited about it, man! But um, pr- appreciate your perspective, Double A, as always, and um, we'll keep answering these tough questions. Yep, keep them coming. Yep. Talk to you soon, guys. Go balls. All right. Go balls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.